0: Generationally tainted minds, bodies, and souls. Happiness not matching they goals. But anything goes. We got genderless roles. Social media trolls. That boy is simp. Why the hell he open doors up for hoes? Raising daughters for greatness just put them in the low way. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Money Talks Podcast featuring your host, Trey Forte. If you don't already, follow me on the gram at TGI Forte and follow. The Money Talks crew on Instagram as well. Now, today, I'm going to be going over some key tips and key questions every business owner should answer before starting or investing in marketing. So, I set up, run, and optimize marketing campaigns for companies that spend 50000 a $100,000 plus every month. I'm the person that's behind keyword research, competitor analysis, Ad copywriting, conversion tracking, email drip setup, campaign structure, honestly you name it. I've worked with several different industries across multiple platforms such as Google Ads, Facebook Ads, Instagram Ads, Pinterest Ads, LinkedIn Ads, even Apple Search Ads. So I essentially consider myself a marketing expert. No, am I perfect? I don't think anybody can be perfect in this field because it's always changing and you always have to adapt. But I do know a lot, and I'm continuing to grow, and I will share those things that I've learned across my multiple years in digital marketing and paid advertising. All right, so today I'm gonna give you guys a cheat code for your business model. So in the description, I'm gonna be dropping off a template that I've made and follow. It's called the Y Sheet for Successful Business Model, and it tells three aspects. One, if you're selling yourself, Meaning you're in consulting or any kind of services where you're selling yourself. Maybe like you're a personal trainer online and you're selling your services on a platform. The second aspect of it is selling a product. Um, for example, me my brand or my LLC sell, is a smartwatch. So my product is a smartwatch. It could be a clothing brand, a um, uh, makeup products, anything like that where you're selling a product to a consumer. And then the third aspect of it is questions that your marketing must answer. Um, So I'll actually go through this because this is something that's really, really essential to the setup of your business. And it'll help you, you know, not only find yourself, but it'll help you find your niche and your target audience, which ultimately will determine how many conversions your business drives and how much money you make off of it. So... Let's start with aspect number one. If you're selling yourself, if you're selling yourself, the essential questions of a successful business owner that self services, number one question that you have to ask is Who are you? Who are you? If you're asking that question, Who are you? I would answer that I am Trey Forte. After you answer that question, then you have to move on to the next question and establish what do you represent? I am somebody that represents a healthy mental and physical lifestyle through consistency, hard work, drive, and someone that looks out and seeks new personal challenges. That's the person I am. That's who I am. And that's what I represent. Third question you have to ask yourself is what is your why? Why do you get up and do what you do every day? Think of what you were put on this earth to do. I was put on this earth to inspire others to live healthy and become the best versions of themselves. As well as perform informatives and give people information that they didn't already have access to. So I spread and inspire knowledge, healthy lifestyles, and I encourage people to become the best versions of themselves. Next, you have to ask yourself, what are you good at? Try to list at least three things that you're good at. I mean, you could be good at 10 different things, but try and limit yourself to thinking of the three best things that you're good at. So, for example, three good thing, three things that I'm good at, sports, marketing, and consulting. You can even throw cooking in there. <laughs> yes, I'm a chef. I can whip up some food, some soul food. But, uh, yeah, back to um, the important things. So, find three things that you're good at. Then, the next question you have to ask yourself, of those three skills, what are you the best at? Um, Just for simplicity of this podcast, I'm going to say I'm the best at sports. Okay, great. Now, you found that skill that you're the best at. After you find that skill, you have to find your specialty focus and break that down as far as you can to find your high-value focal point so you break that down as deep as you can and when you're breaking it down think deep level so for example the broad scale is sports a deeper level is football the focal point of football that I specialize in is defense the high value focal point is defensive backs break that down even more what kind of defensive backs cornerbacks. Break that down even more, I specialize in sports, football, defense, defensive backs, cornerbacks. I was a cornerback. And my high value focal point of a cornerback is man-to-man coverage. So I could essentially break that down, that skill, into what I'm the best to find a niche, which is man-to-man coverage expert. What that does when you break it down is provide the highest ultimate value that you can share to others, which means that you can increase your price. And people will pay for it. People will pay whatever they see. They will pay no. They will pay an enormous price for whatever they see value in. So if you continue to stay at a broad scale and you're just good at it, and when you're talking to people, they'll understand. They'll know that you're just good at it. They'll know that you're not at the expert level of what you're trying to sell when they talk to you. But when you go into your niche and you just craft and craft and craft until you perfect it, then you provide a high-value service, which means you can provide a high-value price and people will buy from it. Now, after you find your high-value focal point, you have to ask yourself, does your specialty focus align with your why? Does me being a man-to-man expert put me in a position that aligns with my why? Of Being a healthy mental and physical lifestyle consultant, preaching consistency, hard work, and being informative to others. Well, being a coach definitely aligns with those things. So I think that that's safe to say. I think I effectively went through these questions, found my focal point, and it got me closer to establishing my niche. Next, you go into the discovery phase. The discovery phase is essentially exactly how it sounds. You're discovering. You're discovering what you're trying to offer, what problem your offer is solving, who you're trying to market to, who who are you competing with in your marketplace, why people should buy from you versus your competitors, and what emotions does your why and your offering trigger in others, and how do you bring that out so they end up buying from you? All right, on to the discovery phase. Let's say I already went through the essential questions, found out what I'm really good at, what skill, or in my focal point, or I already have a career, and I'm just trying to expand into the next phase of discovery. So let's take on the example of a uh, life and health insurance agent. All right. So, what problem are you trying to solve? I'm trying to solve the problem of people being financially burdened when unforeseeable situations occur due to lack of coverage. What service can solve that problem? Well, that's an easy one: life and health coverage. How does it solve that problem? Well, the right policy can provide coverage so you can pay less out of pocket if something does happen. If you fall off your bike and break your ankle. You know, if you have life or health insurance, you know, if and you get hurt, then it provides peace of mind. Or the worst-case scenario if you die, then you leave your family with some kind of financial advantage instead of a financial burden. Why are you specifically offering this service? Well, I'm offering this service because I am a licensed agent, and I want to inform people in my community of a generational wealth vehicle and save people from financial burden. I want to give people peace of mind. I have that peace of mind, so I want to share that with others so people can go through life and not worry about, ooh, if I get hurt, then how am I going to pay this? I want to avoid people from you know, having those financial burdens of living in debt. Um, Ask your next question. Is your why emotional? Uh, Well, I think that's pretty emotional. Um, What emotions does it trigger? Well, safe to say that it triggers fear, then a sense of security after they've already procured what you're offering to solve their problem. So, and what I mean by that is When they don't have the life and health coverage, then they're going around in life with a sense of fear of what will happen if I break my leg and I don't have coverage? Well, I can tell you what will happen. You'll pay a lot more out of pocket. And you may end up paying for those bills for the rest of your life. Versus if you do have that kind of coverage, you kind of have a peace of mind. Not necessarily saying that you want to go through life you know, thinking that this could happen. But in a way that you kind of have to. Um, And another aspect of it is life, the life insurance aspect of it. So nobody wants to think that they're going to die at any moment. But the reality in it is you can. Um, There's three guarantees in life. You have taxes, death, and the Lakers losing a game last minute after they've been winning for the entirety of the game. (laughs) But in, in all seriousness, though, you definitely want to make sure that you answer all these questions and that you trigger an emotion out of your potential customer because people are naturally emotional buyers. After you've effectively figured out all of the things in the discovery phase, then you can move on to the 3S formula, which essentially just condenses everything that you've put together, all the data you've gathered into three S's. A specific problem that you're answering for a specific person in a specific way. So the specific problem, think of it as the specific problem that your service is addressing for the specific person that actually needs your product in a specific way that solves their problem better than any other solution that any of your competitors could potentially answer. This is essentially your unique value proposition. So what makes you better than any other business that offers the same service or product? So if you are a business owner or an entrepreneur that offers a self-servicing product where you're selling yourself, go through this aspect of the sheet and you will set yourself up with a successful business model. And that'll take us on to the next phase If you're somebody who's looking to sell a product now it's a slightly different setup versus selling yourself but essentially you will be going through the discovery phase and you'll be asking yourself a multitude of questions such as what problem are you trying to solve there definitely are similarities between selling yourself and selling a product but you definitely need to make sure that you're addressing a problem that needs to be solved And then you have to take it a little bit deeper by addressing what is the problem's problem. (laughs) And if you're confused by that, think ripple effect. You know, what is the problem's problem? Think a lot deeper. What problem could this problem lead to that will affect the person that you're trying to sell to? So an example of that could be you have a fitness gadget that makes exercising easy. The problem that you're addressing is it makes exercise easy, but if you dive a little bit deeper into it, a deeper problem could be not only does it make exercising easier, but it could also increase the overall well being of a person's life, which ultimately could affect them and how many more years they may have with their children or their grandchildren. So you have to, you always have to think a little bit deeper because the more granular that you get with these kinds of things, the more emotional triggers that you can pull out. And like I mentioned before, people are emotional buyers. So the more emotional triggers that you can bring out, the better chance you'll get into turning these searchers into buyers. Then you have to think about things such as How will you produce this product? How are you going to distribute it? Why are you, you specifically, offering this product? Because people are going to ask. They're going to ask why you are offering it. And the more genuine reason that you are offering it, or the more genuine your why, the more likely people are going to buy from it. Because, once again, people are emotional buyers. Then you take it back into the 3S formula again. After you gather all that data, you find out your specific problem that you're addressing, the specific person you want to target, or the specific person that your problem is becoming a solution for, and then a specific way that differentiates you from all your competitors. The main reason or the unique value proposition that you provide that allows people to choose you over people who offer the same thing. After you establish all of those things, then you move on to the ideal customer persona creator. So I've already created a persona creator which makes the perfect customer, the perfect customer fit for your product, starting with their name. You can establish a gender, age, education level, employment status, occupation, income level, marital status, parental status, device usage, interest brands, and purchase behaviors. This essentially helps you create the person that you would like your product in front of every single time. Now, when you're marketing on different platforms such as Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, LinkedIn, you can actually categorize and create audiences to show your marketing or your ads too, which ultimately increases your chances of gaining conversions, sales, and revenue. So I highly recommend you going through this uh, ideal customer persona and creating the perfect customer because it'll give you an idea of who you're trying to market to, which ultimately helps you create ads. Because you can create this persona and put yourself in the shoes of this persona. Uh, For example, you can make ad copy designed for women in the age bracket of 24 to 30. You know, uh, they're more with the times versus... You know, you make an ad copy for somebody who is in their 60s. You know, you might make, you might have different verbiage in that kind of ad copy or headlines, primary descriptions, or whatever. So I highly recommend playing around with that tool just so you can put yourself in the shoes of a customer when you're going and you're creating ad copy. All right, and the last aspect of the sheet is making sure that your brand and your marketing answers these key questions. So if you go to the last tab, you'll see, is your site or ad easily understandable for these key things? In the first five seconds of somebody visiting your ad or your site, they should be able to understand what exactly you're offering. If it's too, you know, complicated, you need to change it effective immediately it needs to be simplistic if a caveman saw your ad or your site they should be able to understand shampoo clean my hair make my hair healthy simple things like that you want to make sure that your site or your ad is as simple as possible so people can understand nowadays people are very direct if they don't see what they want on to the next the next question that you need to make sure is that they understand why you're offering it why is it beneficial to the customer to buy your product and why does that matter you have to dive into the deep why's because ultimately that breaks it down into a more emotional level also think about the conveniences that your product should be offering to the customer the more conveniences that your product offers to the customer the more likely they will be to buy and the more value they will see in your product, which ultimately shifts the demand for you to be able to increase the price, which also increases your pockets. So, in conclusion, when you have a brand or you're selling yourself, make sure you truly understand who you are, understand your why, find your high-value focal point, Break it down into an emotional point. Ensure that you have a product or service that solves a problem, but most importantly, make sure that you're putting that in front of a person who actually needs it. If you're putting steak in front of a vegetarian, it's not going to make sense. So make sure that you're actually offering something and you're solving a problem but you're most importantly putting it in front of somebody who needs that, and that's why audience building and understanding your audience is effective. Follow the discovery process, follow the 3S formula, the specific problem for a specific person in a specific way, play around in your customer personas, develop ad copy that resonates with your customer persona, always think deeply, especially when you're referring to your why, Make sure that your message is always simplistic, clear, and direct. As always, thank you for tuning in to The Money Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Forte. Follow me on the gram at TGI Forte. Follow us at The Money Talks Crew on Instagram. Be sure to submit your feedback, questions, and we'll definitely respond to those. I'll be dropping continuous gems for the most effective marketing strategies, self-development, Perseverance, discipline, mental tips, everything. So just make sure you stay tuned and be ready for the next episode. shes talking about she wanna focus on herself. On the I'm taking all the liquor bottles off the shelf, off the shelf. The Jimmy Club is contradicting to my